Welcome back, everybody, to the Blazer Victory Podcast. This is your co-host, John Duncan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Steve Irvine. And guys, UAB, our Blazers, able to get the W, first ever W in Protective Stadium, and also, more importantly, 2-0 in conference play as UAB defeats the FAU Owls 31-14. to And Steve, I'm just going to say right now, we have to start this episode by talking about that Grayson Cash 100-yard uh, pick six uh, to really just jumpstart things because at that point of that game, you know, we were only up 17 to 14 and looked like FAU was about to score right before half and just a heck of a play by Grayson Cash on number one, jumping that route and getting the interception, but returning it really 104, 105 yards yeah. back to the house. Yeah, I mean, you know, and Coach Clark talked about it in our radio afterwards that, you know, that, that's a play that could be, you know, remembered forever type thing. I mean, you know, that's a that's a play that that could be, a you know, a, a season season changing type play or season, you know, the, when you look back on it, you know, you can say, you know, that play right there turned this or turned that. And, um, you know, because honestly – I mean, this is crazy to say, but but I felt like FAU kind of quit after that play. You know, um, I mean, they you know, yeah, they came out in the second half and had a good you know a good first drive until until they got a couple sacks. But um, but you know, I, I just felt like it was a different team after that play. You know, and um, and you know when you when you look back on it and and um, you know, I mean, you never know what would have happened, but but it, you know, a, a, if FAU scores right there, takes a lead in the halftime, that the, the locker room is jumping at that point. They got all the momentum. They get the ball coming out in the second half and bring it down to score again. You know, all of a sudden you're you know you're in big time trouble. You know, and yeah. um, you know, especially especially in a game that you should have been up twenty eight seven at that point. You know, and, yes. and you know you should have could have woulda and. Uh, so I just think that, you know, that play right there was such a game changer play. And it was such a heady, smart, um, you know, kind of calm play, you know, because everything, you know, you, you're kind of losing your confidence a little bit because they're driving down the field on you again. And, um, you know, he just kind of you know, uh, just did what he had learned. You know, he just kind of stood there in the middle of the field and watched the quarterback and, and reacted to what uh, the quarterback was doing and saw what was going to happen, saw him going through his progressions. and stepped in there and made the play and then it was a great run. Yeah. You know, the, the thing is, is he, you know, when he, when he first intercepts it and gets out of the end zone, I, you know, I'm thinking, okay, he's going to get to, you know, maybe about the 20 good, you know, you got, you got the first half to 20, you're out, you know, you don't have to snap it inside the 10 and then all of a sudden he's, he, you know, gets away from one guy and, you know, a lineman misses him and you think like, oh my goodness, <laughs> he's going <laughs> to score in this thing. Yes. And, uh, so, you know, and that's the thing about Grayson Cash that, that, you know, some people know around here, but not everybody does. He was a great offensive football player at, at Hewitt Trustville. I mean, he yeah. was, he, he's, he scored, you know, every night he's scoring three, four, five touchdowns. And, um, and when they signed him, uh, you know, I, I really had no clue where they were going to put him because I he played both ways and was great both ways. And, and honestly, I sort of thought they were going to play him on offense because he was that good of an offensive player. Uh, so it's not surprising that he can make, a play with a, with a football in his hands like that, but just, you know, again, what, what, a what a, a, a great play at a time that, that, that team really needed it now. I mean, it, it um, yes. <laughs> really needed it and, um, and it could, um, it could spark some going, you know, going forward. I mean, you never know, but um, it could. Yeah, but definitely, you know, I said this on the Twitter account um, and you guys can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash blazer pod, but 
definitely play of the year. So so far, at least, definitely play of the year um, with uh, for UAB with Grayson Cash. And also, I heard you ask uh, Grayson uh, post game if that reminded him of a little, you know, of his times at Hewitt. And he yeah. he, was, he said definitely reminded him. And now, he still yeah. seemed a little uh, tired. Uh, in the yeah, he was tired. <laughs> he was tired. You know, Trey said they had to, they had to uh, do the IV on him. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I laughed. I mean, I said I said in the game, I, you know, on on, the, on our broadcast, I laughed when when he runs that back hundred yards. And I look out and he's he's you know trotting out to uh, cover the kick. The next you know, point. God, I mean, I, I'm thinking like, you know, give the give the man a break. But I mean, that's his job, and you know, that's yep. what they do. You know, and 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 if it had been somebody else on the kickoff team, they'd have done the same thing. That's just what that's just what you do. But um, that's a lot of running, and you know, in a and, and and also not just a lot of running there. They had been on the play uh, on the field a long time in the last you know quarter and a half. Yeah, they were, and 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 you know, down to only three safeties. Um, you know, with the with the injuries and and the the first half. Suspension of um of, of, yeah. of Jalen Key, um, you know he he was he had to be on the field a, a bunch a bunch of snaps. It was it was basically him and Bowler and 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 uh, Troy Young that were kind of rotating at safety there, and um, so he was tired. You know, he was tired. <laughs> he wasn't the only one, but it, you know he was tired. But you know those guys are in great shape, and you know and and hey, if you, if it takes an IV to get you there and but I, I I would imagine he went home and got a you know pretty good night's rest last night. Yes, no doubt. But Blazers able to pull it out, thirty-one to fourteen. You know that pick six made it a twenty-four to fourteen. And what Steve just said, it kind of looked you know from then on. You know I don't you know if FAU quit necessarily, but it definitely just you know definitely turned the momentum of that game. And UAB never looked back. Um, looking at the offensive side of the ball overall, um, UAB looked a lot better, um, you know, of course, than they did last week, um, against Liberty, but I do want to give one of our listeners a quick shout out, uh, David Franklin, uh, messaged us uh, this morning, Sunday morning when we're recording this podcast and just brought to our attention that just all the individual, uh, players that caught a pass in, uh, the FAU game yesterday and you, you know, you look at the box score and you really see that, you know, Dylan was able to distribute that ball to pretty much everybody that, you know, got a snap at receiver, you know, really happy for us. Samario Rudolph, um, you know, he only caught one pass, but a very important pass, a 25 yard touchdown pass. And we were just talking about before we recorded Steve, you know, Palmer could have got on there too. Um, just unfortunately, um, you know, kind of tripped up and the ball was a little uh, underthrown, but that could have been another touchdown. But, Good job for A.J. Davis, you know, uh, T.J. Jones, uh, Stanley even catching a ball, Rajay Johnson-Sanders catching a ball. Um, of course, Garrett Prince, uh, Hayden Pittman, you know, both of those guys caught a pass. I don't like that they both fumbled, but um, just overall a good day on the offensive side of the ball is in regards to uh, uh, quarterback play and wide receiver play. Yeah, you know, I love – yeah, spreading the ball around is great. You know, Ryan Davis was out with uh, – a couple yeah. of little nagging in, or you know nagging injury and and uh, and you know to see some of those other guys come in and you know make make some plays uh, you know Tejon Palmer I think you know that was that was unfortunate you know I think yeah. if uh, obviously if he gets the ball out there it's a touchdown and you know it's a tough play to try to come he was wide open uh, it should have been you know that was one of the missed opportunities in the first half that could you know could help make it 28-7 but you know I think he's going to be you know really really good uh you know moving forward I, you know I was glad to see TJ Jones cuz I think TJ Jones is going to be really good he's just yes. you know, got to get in that in that rhythm and you know and AJ Davis was a guy that you know you sort of forgot about in the spring because he was hurt and some of these other guys stepped up and 
he's played a lot of, lot of snaps now. And, and so he's getting better and better. And, and um, so it's good to see, cause they're going to need, you know, they need more production out of that, out of that position and, and um, they, they do guys. And, and, and so that was good to see. And, and, you know, and, you know, David was also talking about the interceptions. You had three interceptions yeah. by, by three different guys, you know, Starling Thomas and Noah Wilder and, and Grayson cash. And so, um, you know, you had 12 different guys, um, uh, you know, catch a pass, you know, some, some thrown by the other team, but that's okay. Right. Um, so that's, that's a lot. I, I don't know, you know, it, you know, we asked if it was the most ever, I, I don't know about that. I'd have to really go back and look, um, you know, cause I think, you know, some of the teams that threw the ball a lot, um, you know, with Daryl Hackney and those teams, yeah. um, you know, they probably spread it around pretty good those days, you know, now, now obviously Roddy, you know, in, in Roddy's years, he was the go-to guy, but you know, they had a lot of great receivers that, that he threw to. And um, so, You'd have to kind of go back and look on on you know, what's what's the most has caught in one game, but you know nine nine nine's a good number. Nine's the best number they had this year. Yeah, uh, I think they think they had eight against um, I think it was Jacksonville State, but nine's the best number, and so that's got to keep developing. That's got to keep you. I got to start. Um, you know, and and you know you look at it, it was nine guys. Uh, uh, you know, probably their best pass catching um, back out of the backfield. Lucius Stanley didn't have one. No, he did have one. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, That's right. he he did have one. No okay. yards, though. Yeah. No yards. Okay, he did have one. So, um, you know, but McBride didn't have one. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. And, um, so, you know, it could even been more, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, uh, you know, I, I thought that, um, you know, you're talking about receivers and tight ends. I, you know, I thought Terrell McDonald really did a nice job a few times blocking yesterday. You sort of he lose did. track of, you know, you talk about catches and, you know, the success of a guy, you know, on, on, of a receiver. Um, how, but he had a nice block on, on, on one of the touchdowns and uh, I think the second half touchdown and, um, uh, the Dylan Hopkins run. And, and, and I thought he, I thought when he got in there, he, he made an impact. He didn't have a catch, but he made an impact. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I agree about McDonald. Um, and, and just looking very, very quickly too at Dylan Hopkins, uh, play yesterday, um, yeah, stats. He was 13 of 24 for 173 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I thought Dylan looked good. Um, I do think he um, looked a little more comfortable in the pocket than he did uh, last week against Liberty. I'm trying to think how many did they just get one sack? FA? Just one sack. Yeah, just one okay. sack. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And I, you know, I thought that he did a better job. You know, we kind of talked about going back to the Liberty game about him holding on to the ball a little too long. Um, I thought that he did a better job. You know, he kind of there were a couple times where there was nobody open and he just took off and got, you know, five or six right. yards or whatever, which is better than just sitting there and just waiting for the, uh, you know, uh, defense alignment or wherever uh, from the other team to come get you and sack you. But, yeah, I thought Dylan looked a little better. Um, there were still a couple of balls that were dropped um, that I know uh, our guys wish they had back. Um, but overall, I thought Dylan looked good. Um, and you just see, you know, week in and week out, you just a little more uh, progression for Dylan Hopkins. So good for him. Um, looking at the run game, Steve, I, I don't, I, you know, I still got to go back and rewatch the film. Um, it seems that we kind of got away from the run game in the second half, too. Um, just looking off the stats, you know, Jermaine Brown um, had seven carries for 52 yards and Dwayne McBride had 17 carries for 52 yards. Would love for them to get close to 100, but I I, I do think um, the game plan for Vincent was let's um, – because they knew FAU was going to load the box and stack the box on them, so let's hurry up and do some wide receiver screens, just get the ball out quickly. And I think they did a good job on doing that. But still, I know, want to see that run game get more established. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the run game has been disappointing. I mean, it's yeah. as far – disappointing as far as, as, as reaching potential. 
Yeah. You know, and, and it hasn't been bad. I mean, you know, it hadn't been terrible. And, and, and so, so, you, you know, you can't say I'm disappointed because I can't run the ball because I can. Um, but this is a, this is a, uh, a running game that could, that could be better, you know, and, and, and they know that and they're working on that. And, and, you know, I think that, um, you know, the, it, at some points that the, I think they're good enough up front and they have good enough running backs that at some point in, in conference USA, I'm talking about conference USA opponents, no matter what they're doing to you, you, you got to just line up and just knock them off the ball and run, yeah. you know, and, and I know it's easier said than done, but I think this is a good enough group that can do that. Um, and, and, and so that's going to have to start happening a little more once we get deep into conference. Now, you know, will it happen against, uh, you know, UTSA, if they blow no. the box, no, it won't, you know, but can it happen against Southern Miss? Can it happen against, you know, uh, some other teams, right, so it, yeah. it, it, it should be able to, you know, and, and, and I think that, um, you know, I mean, one disappointment for me is, is, um, you know, I mean, they had 133 yards rushing, but really, you know, you're talking about, there was one, you know, third down and long that they, you know, surprised them with Jermaine Brown getting outside. Mm-hmm. That's not really a traditional run and play, you know, kind of, tra- I mean, when you look at Dwayne McBride averaging 3.1 a carry, um, that's not Dwayne McBride. You know, I mean, he's a guy that averages six, seven yards a carry. Um, so, so, so that number's not good enough, you know, when, when, when you're doing that. So, um, you know, and, and Jermaine Brown averaged 7.4, which is good, but you know, 18 of it was on one run. Yeah. You know, so what's, what's his average on the others. So, um, it's got to get better. And, but you know, I mean, you also look at it you know, what they up front yesterday, I mean, they had, yeah. you know, right. And these are all experienced guys and this is a good line still, but they had, you know, Riker had moved to center. Andrew Smith was playing left guard and Kobe Ragland had to come over to right tackle because, um, because Sidney Wells is still banged up and they, and, and, you know, they wanted to put Jacoby Jones in, in, in the role, um, that he's probably best at. And that's the, you know, six offensive linemen. Um, so, you know, it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't their, their regular line in there, even though I thought they did well. I thought, you know, heck, they only had one sack and, um, yeah, they you know, kept it clean um, pocket pretty much the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, um, it's, I mean, I think the running game's got to get better, but, uh, but I, I don't think that you can sit here and go, well, they just can't run the ball. Cause I, I mean, they, they're running okay. You know, they run okay. Not, not as well as they could, but, but that's all right. You know, I mean, you know, you won the game yesterday, and you move forward, and you improve on what you have. Hey, there you go. You're right. Um, but just, you know, as I just mentioned, you know, just a better overall performance from the offense uh, this week, and it was great to uh, see that. And we kind of expected, you know, I know they were all disappointed with what happened at Liberty, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so it was good good to see them um, look better uh, against FAU. Now, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, but yes, I agree. But you still – have to clean up those missed opportunities, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, you, 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 you know, if you, if you have plays that are there, they're the good calls, good routes, good blocking, good, you know, everything, whatever you want, whatever you want to call it. And, and you, so you have the plays there to be ahead 28 to seven against FAU, you get away with it against UTSA. You don't get away with Mm-mm, it, you know? No. So, so you still have to get to a point, where you're, and they know this. I mean, this is nothing new. I mean, they get to a point where you're taking advantage of those opportunities that you that you earn. You know, you, you get there. That ball to Tajon Palmer yesterday, they earned that. Yeah. You know, they got to complete it. I mean, because he, you know, he got behind the defense. There was there was great 
um, there was great protection. Uh, you know, you got you got to deliver that ball. You got to get it out there. You know, and you got to you keep your feet. What you know, whatever it may be. You, you in 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 the bigger games this year, you can't keep missing opportunities, and that's including, you know, um, getting a holding penalty. You know, when when you're on a yep. promising on promising drive, or whether good calls or not. You know, um, you know, you, you you can't. You know, that's that's part of missed opportunities. So you know, you got you got to clean that kind of stuff up. Um, and, um, and, 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 and the, what, what I like about it is, uh, I think they have the pieces to do. I know they have the pieces to do that. You know, yeah. I mean, th- th- this can be a very good offensive football team. They just got to get there, you know, and, and they got to get there in the right week, you know, the right weeks, you know, you can get by some of these weeks, but you're not going to be able to, get, you know, again, you're not going to be able to get by UTSA, Mm-mm. um, which is going to basically, if you keep, you know, if both teams gets, keeps winning, that's the championship that's gonna decide- game. Yep. Yeah. And, um, so you, you, you can't, you know, you, you can't, uh, you can't let that happen, but you know, Hey, again, there was a lot of good things yesterday. I think you build on, you know, the, the old Bill Clark, good, bad, and ugly, you know, you build on all, you build on all three of those things, you know, you, you can't just, you know, harp on the, you know, and, and I think sometimes as, as fans, that's what happens. You sort of harp a lot of times on the, on the bad and ugly. You know, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? Well, they did some good too. So you got to build on all three. You can't just you know, look at the bad and ugly. Now you learn, you probably learn a little bit, a little bit more from the bad and ugly. Cause you know, you learn from your mistakes, but yeah. you, you can't just beat yourself down and say, Oh, we, we should have done this. We should have done that. Still, you know, still hadn't scored enough points to win the football game and move the ball at times and look good at times. So you got to build on all that. Well said, Steve. Um, well, speaking of good, let's jump over to the defensive side of the ball. How about eight yeah. sacks? Man, I tell you, we were due, Steve. We were due for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and and you know, and the thing is, I really think the front has made an impact almost every week. And, um, but the numbers have not shown it. And, and that's frustrating because you're so accustomed under Bill Clark and David Reeves, you know, defenses since the return to to have the stats show the story. You know, I, I mean, every year, I mean, you look at 18, you know, which was their best defense. I mean, you look at every year that, you know, the stats show the story. They haven't really this year. And it was, it was, and, and, and part of that is, you know, self-induced, you know, not, not, you know, getting there and not making a play. Um, part of it is, is scheming type things, getting the ball out of there quick. So they can't, but they still, they still, they played well yesterday. They finally, the stats showed what, what they are, you know, yes. and I mean, I thought, I mean, you just, you know, and I asked, I think Coach Kello mad at me in a question after the after the game, but you know, I said it, it kind of looked like you didn't do anything fancy in the second half. You just just whipped them up front, and he's like, "Well, no, we were, you know, we were running games and we were doing this and that." And they were, I mean, I I didn't really mean it that way. I just mean, I just no, mean they, but they whooped they, them up front. They yeah. just whooped them up front, and and right. yeah, a lot of it was you know twists and games and and coverage that they played that you know slowed down, you know the thinking and what type of that, but, but I just thought my point was, I just thought they just whipped them up front. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to go back and really watch the film. I'm not sure that Alex Wright got blocked on a single play. No, he you was know? in every play. I mean, he was burning the ball. Yeah. You yeah. Talk about Alex, Wright. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, and he's, you know, he, every week, I think he's, he's done that. I mean, he's, you know, other than the George game maybe, but I mean, you know, every other week he's just, he's just played it, you know, such a level 
I mean, he's, they can't, guys can't block him. He's, you know, he's, he's big, he's strong, he's fast. And I thought yesterday from the start, I mean, from you know, forcing that fumble early, um, I thought he was just a terror to them all day, you know, and, yeah. and end, end up with, you know, again, a lot of times as a defensive lineman, you don't, you know, I mean, he ended up with a great day. I mean, he had seven tackles. He had two sacks, two tackles for loss, um, a force, the force fumble. Wasn't credited with the quarterback hurry, which I. What I in the we, world? That's so we, crazy. We got a little di- different definition of that. And, and, <laughs> I, and that's it. The people doing stats, quarterback hurry is a really tough one. I mean, it, it, it is, it's a, it's a tough one to, to, to do. And some people do it different than others, but, um, you know, I just thought he was, I mean, he was just unblockable, you know, and, 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 and he was only, you know, and a lot of times I think that plays made by other guys are, are you know, with guys up front, you know, when, when you have to take two and three guys to block a guy, that's opening up for other guys to make plays. So you don't, the numbers that you see a defensive lineman aren't always, indicative of how great a game they had and i think he was like that last night i mean i think guys were making plays because of him in, in a sense but you know but everybody i thought you know fish mcwilliams had that one series where he, i think he was had a back-to-back sacks what? back-to-back sacks and then yeah. a tackle on the other one and then yes. uh, you know tyree turner made a bunch of plays and um you know moultrie made a bunch of plays antonio moultrie had i think he he had a sack um uh, fish, fish had, you know, two and a half tackles for loss, two sacks. Justin Thomas, um, Justin Thomas had, yeah. had, he got the sack. He also had the stupid rough in the passer that, you know, extended the drive. Kelly said, oh, you yeah. know, Kelly Sanders, is a guy that, that I, I don't think that gets enough credit sometimes is, you know, he ended up, he had a piece of a sack and, and really played well. And Tyree Turner had a sack too, but Kelly, Kelly Sanders, you watch him. He's out in pass coverage. You know, he's, he's, you know, generally they're, they're, their jack ends and their defensive end on the other side um, are more just kind of get after the quarterback. He's been a little more versatile than I think any other guy has played. Uh, other pure jack. I'm not talking about like a Kyle Harrell and the keys and who's you know, kind of just an athlete playing playing that position. You know, Kelly Sanders. Yeah. I mean, he had a, he had a um, you know when when they went to that those trips you know out wide he'd have to go out and in, in, in coverage you know out that and he had one great play where they they threw a quick screen with the uh, with the um, two blockers out in front and he just blew it up and you know got a tackle I think he got a tackle for loss or it might have been like you know for a yard um, yeah but I mean I think his versatility has really allowed them to um, you know do some different things you know and and I think you know we it's, it's not it's kind of hard to see. But, um, but, you know, I think he's really, really stepped up and, and played a versatile role. Another guy that, you know, when you're talking about pass rush, even though it's not up front, it, it just mentioned was Kyle Harrell. I mean, I thought Kyle Harrell was tremendous yesterday. I mean, he, had, he was credited with four tackles. He had, you know, one and a half sack. I mean, one and a half tackles for loss and, and shared in the sack. And I thought yeah. he made a lot of plays running around. You know, I, I thought he made a few plays that, Stopped what could have been a big game by getting out, by hustling out and mm-hmm. using his speed. So he's another guy that's really kind of um, quietly played uh, played great, you know, on the defense for him. And, and he's probably the you know probably their best special team coverage guy, uh, certainly one of them. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's a guy that we sort of lose track of a little bit too. That's um that's that's played real well. Yeah, and he got credited. It looks like with two quarterback hurries too. So that's good for him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he does. I mean, when he, yeah. when they put when they put him and, and Easton on the outside, you know, whether together or just one of them in there, that's what they're supposed to do. You know, you, you go out yeah. and you know that you're on you're a speed rush guy. You got to get after him. 
and, and just great job overall by the UAB defense. I'm um, only allowing 291 total yards. Um, so he- holding FAU under 300 was really good. Um, and the big thing, four turnovers. You know, we talked about the Grace and yeah. Cash pick six earlier, but Steve, and I know y'all, <laughs> you guys talked to uh, Clark in the post game. Um, Clark said he's never seen anything like that where they turn it over the first couple plays on yeah. the offense aside for FAU. Yeah, so but yeah, that was, the UAB's defense. Yeah, that was crazy. And I, you know, I thought, I thought, um, you know, they didn't score off Wilder's interception. Unfortunately, um, another missed uh, opportunity. Field goal. Yeah. yeah, well, it should have been a touchdown before the block uh, field goal. Yeah, but but you know, um, I thought that Wilder's play set the tone. It did. You know, I mean, I thought, you know, even though it didn't get points off of it, I thought, you know, it set the tone because I, I think one thing it did and, and and Perry came back and got some confidence, but it put doubt in his mind right away. And I think that's one thing with Perry that's been sort of a knock on him is um, he's not consistent and he's not, you know, he does things like that. You know, he's not and you can get him rattled. Yeah. And and I think when you throw a first pick in first play interception of, of him and that was a smart play by, by Wilder. Wilder did oh, kind yeah. of the same thing that Cash did. Um, mm-hmm. on, on his, he, he Just waited, you know, he, he baited him into, into throwing it and was, got out there in, into the flat, you know, ran a long way pass covers to get out there in the flat and, uh, and really made an, a, a very intellectual type type play. And, and I think that rattled him a little bit and, um, you know, uh, you know, again, he came back, but, uh, you know, I thought that was a big play in the game. Yes. Now. I guess one thing we do need to talk about um, most, most of the game was good, you know, but of course Clark has his good, bad and ugly. We got to talk about these penalties, Steve. Um, it ended up being 10 penalties uh, for 91 yards, but I will say, I think it was seven in the first half. So they did a little better in the second half, but we've got to clean up some of these penalties, especially those like roughing the passer, as you mentioned earlier, because, you know, we, we got FAU in a bunch of third and long situations. But when you do something like that and give them a first down, I mean, that's just it, it just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it it um it, it really it takes a lot out of you when you, you when you make a stop and you and you make a mistake, you know, and I'm not saying that every call is good and I'm not saying every call is bad. Um, right. yeah, I mean, I think there's a little bit of both. I don't think that um, I certainly don't think they got every call right. Mm-mm. but I certainly don't think they got every call wrong either. You know, I, yeah. and, and I think you put yourself in positions. Um, now that the rough in the passer to me, and I, you know, I don't know what coach thinks about it, the coaching staff or what, or, or even what, what, what the, the film's going to say. Cause I hadn't, I haven't watched it. And just I, don't no, put your hand on them. I mean, just, come on. just don't make that play. And, and, yeah. and, and I, I thought I personally, all I've seen is the the fat, you know, the 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 live play of it. I didn't see a replay of it. I thought it was a good call, and did, but don't put yourself in position. Now there was a couple yeah. of pass interference, and I, and you know, David Crane and I had kind of a funny <laughs> little thing on 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 air about um, I don't know, I remember which uh, who they called on, but it was a I think it was a pass interference on that same on that same drive that um that they that they extended the, and it was um. The guy, the 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 referee that was literally three yep. yards from the play, did call it, and the guy forty yards away does. Just want to show and, off you know, that and, arm, man. That's well, and, and you know, Dave said, well, you know, he, he you know, it, it could all be about angles. And I had somebody else tell me that you know, angles are very important when calling a play. I don't care what no. angle you have. You're three yards away from the play. Yes. And this yes. is a pet peeve of mine. 
I, I, I think, I think the official, I think refereeing being official is a tough job. I think, I don't know the, the, um, mechanics of it. I don't know the rules like they know them. They're a lot better at calling a game than I am. No doubt. Even the bad ones, even the ones that I think, well, that guy stinks. He's still better than me. Okay. I'm I'm saying that right now, (laughs) but I will never understand, never understand how a guy 40 yards away can, can make a call that a guy three yards away. Can't Can't never understand. I'm sorry. I, I mean, you know, and, and you can, if, if you're a referee, you can tweet me and call me and, whatever you want to do and, and tell me I'm a fool because I don't know how, you know, I don't know. I don't care if I'm three yards away. I got a better view than you do 40 yards away. I don't care. Agree. I don't care what you say. Agree. You know, I, I, I do, you know, and that's not to say that I can't be blocked off. And that was the other thing on that play. That guy was, there was nobody in between them. Now he can't see one side of his body, you know, maybe, um, but the guy 40 yards away can't see both sides of his bodies either. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I, but but no, they got to clean that up because they can't keep extending, you know, letting extending drives, um, putting himself in positions, uh, positions yeah. that extend drives. Now, some of those calls weren't right, you know, they they weren't. Um, no, but, yeah. but again, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, do, it doesn't matter. They called them, and the yeah. drive was extended. So that you you know that can't you know that can't keep again that that can't happen against UTSA or, or you know a, a better team. You know, yeah. it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna lose you a big game if that if that kind of stuff keeps happening. And, um, you know, and, and I get so tired of, of people saying, well, why don't they work on penalties? Why don't they, they do, yeah. you know, you think yeah, they just, they you know, you, you think they don't care, you know I mean? They're, they're trying to clean this up, you know, yeah. and, 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 and they're getting frustrated. And so it's not like they just, you know, you know, I mean, they're trying to clean this up and, and, um, and I know it's been happening for some years, but there's, you know, it's not like they just go, Hey, let's go in and get a bunch of penalties. Mm-hmm. So that that's the other thing that you know, um, but it you know it, it it it's frustrating and it's frustrating. Some of them, some of them that 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 you know they feel like are missed and I feel like are missed. Um, it gets really frustrating, but it's it's equally as frustrating as the ones that were like the rough in the passer. I mean that yeah. that one just you know that one just can't you know that one that that can't happen. And and I understand how it does. You know I, I understand how uh, you know a guy gets back to the quarterback and. Um, and he's been fighting his tail off to get back there and he's been being held and they're not calling it. And you know, you know, and right. chopped and they're not calling it. And you get back there and you're like, I'm going to hit this sucker. I mean, yeah, I, you I, hit him. <laughs> I understand that. I mean, I, I do. And, and, um, and it happens all over the country. It's not just, you know, it's certainly not just UAB, but, um, but you, you know, you just, you can't do things like that. And, you know, um, no. you know, and, and, and you got to be careful because the way they call that, I mean, every week we see examples of, of what in the world is that, you know, like yeah. they'll call, you know, a guy will barely touch them and they'll call it and it, you know, other games, you know? And, and so, but it, you know, again, back to your point, yes, it, it's got, it, it can't keep happening. Yeah. And real quick though, t- I did want to talk about, you already talked about one of the bad PI, or in my opinion too, that I thought it was a bad PI call. Um, but there was another one. And I believe it was when FAU went for it on fourth down and they kind of just threw it up and they called PI. Um, I can't remember who they called it on, but we got the PI call. And I thought that was a bad call, too. And, you know, as always, I'm going to go back either later today or tomorrow and rewatch the film to see if there's maybe a better camera angle. But it all goes back to uh, you just can't official. You can't play a part of the game like you're putting yourself in the game. I, I just don't. You know, I agree with you, Steve, like how. 
a guy on the other side of the field is going to throw a flag when you got the ref looking right at it and he's not going to call. Now, granted, yeah. that was the same ref that uh, said they scored on that touchdown, um, I believe, uh, either the next drive or whatever, when it looked like from where I was that FAU didn't score the touchdown. But, of course, they went and reviewed it, and they didn't have a good camera angle on Well, it, so. and, and, and I'll say this on both, both of those those plays. I think the first one you're talking about was on Devondrick Bynum. Um, it was on Bynum. And, That's right. And, yeah. and, and, and from, you know, from my vantage point, 200 yards away in the, in the booth, I thought it was a, a uh, on, on, on the play, I thought it was – an easy call that it was a pass interference. It looked uh, like it was okay. pass interference. Now then I watched the replay and I went, wait a minute. I don't think that is. And I think in that case, and I go back, I guess I'm going to call myself a liar a minute ago. I think in that case, it was a little, whatever angle you saw on it, you know, but again, again, the close guy didn't call it. Right. Uh, so, so that one, uh, that one, you know, I don't know on that one. I had, I want to go back and watch again, the touchdown play Trey. Raglan, our sideline announcer, was literally right there. He was standing on the pot, you know, basically behind the line at the pylon with nobody in front of him, and he th- he said it was a touchdown. Uh, so okay. so he he had he had um, he said what happened was the guy basically the ball hit the pylon. That was I tell you what, that was an incredible defensive play because when that happened, it was a great call. It was kind of you know went in motion. He had a blocker out in front, had a big tight end out in front of him. I think it was, I think it was swoops being blocked. And, um, I don't remember who the, who the play, players were. Um, it might've been, but it was swoops being blocked and buying them coming over and, and, um, swoops did a great job of neutralizing a guy that was a lot bigger than him blocker that, that kind of made the guy hesitate before he tried to get outside to give Bynum a chance to, to hustle over and really make a nice play to, to make it close. That should have been a walk-in touchdown the way it was called. I mean, it was just like if those two guys, if Bynum and Swoops don't make two great individual plays, they don't even get close. I mean, they, 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 they don't get close to tackling it. So I do think that that, 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 that was a play was a lot closer than, than, it was, uh, than it was called and executed at first. But I do think those two guys. I think those two guys deserve a lot of credit to making that close. But Trey was right there, okay. and and he said that um, he said it, it appeared to him, you know, literally. Again, I'm going back to he was three yards away from the play. Um, he 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 said it appeared to him that the guy um, hit the pylon with the ball. And I will give credit to the the official that made the play on the field. He was right there. Yeah, you know, he was in position to make the play. And and I'll I'll if a guy is in position to make a play, um, make a call, I'm not, you know I'm not gonna complain about that. If he's doing everything right and he, it's a judgment call, boom, it's yeah. it's good. Now if the, if the replay shows something entirely different, then yeah, you're gonna get mad. But I think that was I mean again, just listen to Trey and um, okay. you know, I think that was a good call. I, you know I, I couldn't tell in the replay. I mean I, I mean as soon as I saw the first replay, my first thought was. Well, they can't overturn this, you know, unless they yeah. got a, a much better camera angle. But you know, you know, and that's the one thing about those replays. It's it's that's it, um, frustrating, and it's good and bad depending on what side you're on. That however it's called on the field, you got a big advantage on those replays. Yeah, I mean, they, we know, we felt that last week against Liberty. You know that uh, where. Malik Willis was going in, but fumbled. Was it Willis? It was coming out of Liberty. He fumbled it in the end zone, and they. I thought it really should have been a touchdown Liberty, but they ended oh, up I, uh, giving UAB the ball. Yeah. I still think that was a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. me too. I, I still think it was a touchdown. Uh, but um, 
but but again, that, that was the other thing is is they you know they didn't feel like even though I thought in the replays you could see it pretty good. Same thing with uh, with uh, Spencer Brown's fumble last year. Well, Spencer Brown's thing they called a fumble last year against Louisiana Tech. Tech. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I I thought that um, instant replay entirely proved that wasn't a fumble. Yeah. I mean, entirely proved. And um, but you know they had made the call in the field as as being that, and they didn't feel like there was enough proof and. Uh, I yeah. still think they kicked that call and I, and I always will. And, and yeah. I, and, and I, I'll watch, I watched it this summer several times and, yeah. and, and still every time I watched it, I thought that's not a fumble. Right. You know, I thought it was pretty clear, but again, it was called on, on the field as a fumble. And so, um, that's a huge advantage. You know, that's, that was a huge advantage last week against Liberty. And, um, you know, it was an advantage in this one, even though I think they got this one, right. Um, uh, but, but, you know, it uh fortunately we're not talking about that as is you know something that helped lose the game <laughs> you know that's, yeah you know give them the touchdown now that's fine i'm good with that same here well steve man i i i speak for you too i think that we we love doing these recap episodes after a w <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so but, much but, you know, but i don't mind doing it after the after a loss yeah, I, mean, I just i, I, I think man. it's just it's just um uh I don't know. It's just, it's just, um, <laughs> it's fun to sort of get it. it I mean, it, it's kind of like our good, bad, and ugly. You know? Yeah. Hey, and, I, right. and, right. and I think, you know, I think fans have to do that. And, you know, people have to do that, whether you're a fan, whether you're you know, broadcast or whether you're a, um, a player coach, whatever, you got to kind of get that one you know, out of your system a little bit, good, bad, and ugly. I mean, you, you, you got to get that out of your system and, you know, think about, you know, cause too often times after, after a win, you um, you know, you have a tendency to nitpick too much, and yeah. and and then certainly after a loss, you have you know you can't see the good, you know you, it's it's all bad, you know it's all bad. Well, we should have done this, we should have done that, we should have more people in the stands, whatever it may be. Oh my it's, god, it's, it's really don't get easy. me started on that. I know it's really easy to complain about stuff, um, but you you know you got to kind of take the good with the bad, you know, and um, you know you you got. You, <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna get you started on the fans thing, but you know, no, don't, uh, don't. <laughs> but 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 you, but you got you know you got to take the good with the bad, and 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 you build off all of this. You yes. you 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 build off everything, and um and you know during the season, that's what I, I mean. I love seasons. I, I love going through the season because you you can look back at things and and say you know you built off this or this is where it started going wrong or you know boy if this wouldn't have happened you know, we'd be here you know um type thing and and so. Uh, I just think it's 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 intriguing to me, but uh, keep with the good and keep with the bad and keep with the ugly and keep on trucking. Keep on trucking, yes. Well, guys, uh, make sure that if you're not uh, subscribed to our podcast, uh, make sure you subscribe to us or follow us on either the Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, YouTube, wherever. Just make sure you are subscribed to make sure that you don't miss any future episodes of the Blazer Victory Podcast. Steve and I will be back in just a couple of days to get you ready for a UAB's trip to Hattiesburg as UAB faces uh, the Southern Miss Golden Eagles in a rivalry game, we all know, this week. But also, if you're not following us on Twitter, make sure you follow us at twitter.com slash blazerpod. But we'll see you guys in just a couple days. Go Blazers!